Welcome to Let's Talk Brock. All right, welcome to this episode of the Let's Talk Brock podcast. I'm your host, Liam Nielsen, and today joining me, we have a member of the medical sciences community here at Brock and a member of the Brock Leaders Citizenship Society. Joining me on the show today is Alex Bula. Alex, thank you for coming on. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, I thought we could dive right into it here. If we want to just backtrack a little bit, picture yourself in grade 11, grade 12, whenever you were making that all-important university choice, that big decision. So I want to go back to why did you choose Brock? What made it the right fit for you? And what made medical sciences the right fit for you as well? Sure. So when I was in grade 11 and 12, I was really weighing my different options as to what universities I want to go to. I had absolutely no idea at that point which direction would be a good direction. And so I was just kind of thinking about my personal experiences to Brock. Um, I'm local, so I'm from St. Catharines. So I kind of always was exposed to Brock as a kid. I took swimming lessons there growing up. Um, I did the science fair that was hosted at Brock. Um, and so that was kind of my first really cool glimpse to Brock University. And so since then, I've always had those fond memories kind of in my back pocket and kind of always kind of kind of steering me in that direction. Oh, maybe Brock is good. It was always kind to you. Um, and then just kind of in examining other schools, namely like those bigger cities like Toronto, I realized I really don't want to be just another number. Um, and I knew that Brock places a huge focus on kind of student engagement, student inter interaction. And I thought that would be something that's a really better fit for me because I'm super community oriented. Um, so that's why I chose Brock. And as far as medical sciences, science has always interested me and I was always torn between law and medicine. So I knew that I would kind of set myself up to make my career decision later if I just chose MedSci because I'd have that great education in science, but that would open my doors up to law school eventually as well, um, which is actually the direction I'm going into next year. So we'll see how that goes. So this basically set me up for exactly how I want to be. And I'm in that place I wanted to be in in grade 11. So I definitely made a good decision. Yeah, no, it, it definitely seems like you have. And, and like you mentioned, a lot of avenues you can go with with that program, which is super exciting for you. And congratulations on on the route that you've picked. Um, you. And now you mentioned some some great experiences that you've had through the medical sciences. I know we were just talking earlier before we started recording and you mentioned some of the research opportunities that you've had. So could you get uh, could I get you to touch a little bit more on those research and sort of how that looks, what that relationship is with uh, with the faculty there? Of course, I'm so excited about this topic. Yeah, I don't know. We're not going to have 10 minutes for this. So <laughs> um, so basically, I started off as a first year. Um, my first ever kind of research opportunity, I just kind of walked up to my health science professor, Dr. Lawrence, and I just went, hey, like, do you have any experiences for research assistants? I'm in first year. I kind of want to get into that. And she just said, oh, well, my graduate student's looking for someone tomorrow. Can you email her right now? And I didn't have any other classes that day, so I was legit emailing her, you know, with this prof next to me. And I got into that little kind of research assistant opportunity for a few weeks, which was really cool. Um, and so that's kind of how I got my kind of foot in the door, if you will. Um, but then what led me to kind of the research experiences I'm in now is that during that same lecture, there was a slide, just a random slide about, oh, and this is some research that relates to, you know, what we're doing, but it wasn't necessarily to kind of prompt us to go anywhere. It was just like an application based thing. Oh, you know, just so you guys know what connections this has to the outside world. Right. And I said, oh, well, that looks really cool. So I kind of like 
looked at the professor that was on the slide and looked their name up and went, well, who is this person, right? Like it was, it was Dr. Gamage. And I went, okay, well, this looks really cool. So I just randomly emailed her saying, hi, I'm currently in this health science lecture and your name popped up and your research sounds phenomenal. Do you have any, you know, available positions for a research assistant or a student volunteer? Um, and then she replied to me, which I thought was really crazy considering I never met this woman in my life. And she actually suggested I meet with her. And that's how it started. She gave me amazing volunteer opportunities. Then she eventually sponsored me for the Match of Mind scholarship. And I'm a research assistant for her. So kind of bring that back to why I chose Brock. I, uh, I chose it because things like this are possible in a very community oriented school. Profs actually care about their students. And I feel like I'm exhibit A because <laughs> she had absolutely no business meeting with me, but she still did it because she knew I was interested. And it kind of led me to some really cool research opportunities like the ones I kind of mentioned. Um, but I can go about this for like another two hours. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might cap you off there if you don't mind. But like yeah. you mentioned, I mean, you're really the prime example of what you're talking about. Like I always like to say everyone at Brock, it's a very self-contained campus, even just physically. We're sort of off on our own. You're not going to run into people commuting to their day jobs uh, around campus. So everyone on Brock's campus like needs to be there, right? They're either students, faculty, staff. So as a result, we, we develop a really tight knit community feel. And sometimes all that takes is just reaching out to a professor like you did, right? And they're not scary. You know, they're, they're people too. They go home, they put their pants on, tie their shoes every day, just like us. Um, so that's all it really takes, right? It's just reaching out. So I would really encourage future students to consider doing the same if they're uh, if they're so inclined to. Now I want to go a little bit more outside of the classroom here, just sort of switch directions a little bit. You are a member of the Brock Leaders Citizenship Society. Very excited. I like your little dance for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's also known as the BLCS around campus. We like our acronyms. We like to shorten things up. So speaking on the BLCS, I want to go back and, and try and figure out how did you get involved in that? And what are some things that you might have done in high school, just sort of before you came to university to sort of set yourself up to position yourself to get into the BLCS? Sure. So in high school, so just to kind of give you an idea, I didn't know about the BLCS until I was probably in grade 12. So I didn't do any specific things in my high school career, just kind of thinking, oh, this will get me into BLCS. I kind of just said yes to a bunch of different opportunities because that was just kind of my character already. I wanted to be involved. Like I said, I'm community driven. So we did have that requirement of volunteer hours. I think it was about 40 a year. So I was doing that, but I also went above and beyond and I did volunteer community hours like above that because I just felt the need that I wanted to. But aside from that, I was very involved in my school community. Um, that's when I got into playing tennis competitively. So for me, that was kind of a big thing. Um, basically any club you can think of, I was probably a part of. <laughs> that was kind of, whether that's a good thing or not, that's up to you, <laughs> your interpretation. But yeah. that was kind of who I was. I just wanted to get myself involved. Um, and cool thing is we had in grade 12, a Brock presentation. So they were kind of just presenting us on Brock and why you should come here. And afterwards I kind of chatted, oh, like, do you know about any like specific scholarships that maybe like we could apply to? And he goes, oh, well, have you le learned of like BLCS? So he actually introduced me to it. Unfortunately, I don't know his name, but he was really cool. He pushed me to do it. And then a few months later, after I applied, I was in the middle of writing a test and suddenly I get called down to the office and I'm thinking like I'm getting in trouble for some reason. I had no idea why. Like I'd never go to the office. <laughs> and the same person that pushed me to do BLCS was there with a big box of merch and confetti being like, you got in, congrats. Wow. I'm like, this is the best test interruption ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. 
But it was great. He didn't even remember that he was that same one who pushed me to do it. But I told him and it was kind of that cool moment. So definitely that kind of involvement got me into BLCS. Um, yeah, and just kind of thinking of different ways to help the community. That's kind of what we're all about. Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a super cool story, by the way. I like the connection that it was just the same guy. Um, you mentioned it's it's a lot of community involvement in the BLCS, right? That's uh, sort of my interpretation of it. So uh, for you, uh, what is the most rewarding part of being in that uh, group? And, and sort of what does that entail uh, over your time at Brock as well? Sure. So BLCS, what it entails, um, it is a scholarship. So you do get about $2,000 a year for your four-year duration at Brock. Oh, my dog wants to be in this interview today. <laughs> do you want to go to Brock? <laughs> um, but yes, it is $2,000 a year. And with that comes, comes voluntary hours that you have to do. So volunteer community service. Um, I think it's about 50 hours a year that you have to do, as well as monthly town halls. So you have workshops that develop your leadership, um, community building, that type of thing. Um, within that, there's also other opportunities that I've been on, such as like executive committees, where we kind of plan those town halls and so on and so forth. But that's kind of the focus of what we do. We basically build each other up to lead different initiatives around our community and to give back. So it's giving back to the students and it's kind of allowing them to be able to give back to the community because you're getting this scholarship that could potentially save you a bit of time by not having to work as much outside of school for a part-time job if that makes sense mm -hmm. so they're kind of supporting you financially to be able to give back more of yourself to the community um, and one of those rewarding opportunities was different first year initiatives so i'm an executive lead on denim diamonds diplomas so it's a charity organization that gives back to dsbn students so specifically dsbn academy because it's an it's an academy for first generation students so that's been a really cool thing it's really opened my eyes up to kind of the power of education and being in a team and kind of planning different events so it that's been really really cool to be a part of yeah i'm sure and, and a lot of community engagement and like you mentioned it's kind of like a two for one right like if they're going to sponsor you to just be involved in the niagara community i mean that's a huge win because it is a really great community around the region i'm sure you know having uh, lived here for a long time now, I want to just go into a couple uh, rapid fire questions, if you will, just to okay. sort of end things here. Um, so the first one I have, I have, uh, if you were to offer one piece of advice to incoming students, what would that be? Just say hello to everybody. Just <laughs> get to know people, say hi, say yes to different opportunities, get your name out there. Absolutely. Great advice. I definitely echo that. And the final question I have here, I like to ask this to every single one of the guests that comes on the podcast. What is your absolute favorite spot on Brock's campus and why is that your favorite spot? Okay, easy. So when you go outside, we have the escarpment, right? That's a beautiful mm -hmm. part of Brock, by the way. Beautiful nature area. So I think it's called like Alfie's Trough. Um, kind of that building right off to the side, like almost in the middle of the woods. And there's this beautiful waterfall and a little park bench right there. So there's legit almost no one there and you can just grab your laptop. You still get Wi-Fi and you can listen to your lectures if they're online or just work on anything with this beautiful waterfall. And it's so quiet. You don't hear any noise from the calf or anything. And if you're hungry, it's just like 10 steps away to the calf. By far my favorite spot. Great call. Hidden gem on campus for sure. I'm a big fan of it as well. Yes. Alex, that wraps it up. Thank you for joining us today. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. That was so fun. All right. Take care then. Thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, you can contact us by email at futurestudent at brocku.ca.